we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Services. Welcome back to another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. I'm Fowler. I'm Fleming. Thank y'all so much for joining us for a special episode this week. Um, as you can see by people who are watching the video, we ain't changed our clothes. So no. yes, we are here mm-hmm. again doing the second episode on the same day. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord, hallelujah. Um, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, it's going to be a little bit shorter um, because we know everybody is still wrapped up in the joy of Christmas. As we're well busy. As, we're busy. Yeah. On vacation and on all that vacation. kind of stuff. But we didn't want you guys to go without an episode. So we had to make sure that we went above and beyond the call of duty to I be know. able to give you guys uh, quality content. The idea so, of having you have a Tuesday without our voices in your ears. Oof. We, we wouldn't do it to you. I mean, we have so many fans around the world that would just like lose their minds if we didn't come out. We really do have listeners around the world. That's what shocks me. We really do. We we are in about, we have listeners in about 21 different countries. I know. I couldn't even count it. I couldn't even tell you 21 countries. I haven't been to, I've only been to one other one besides (laughs) the United States and that's Europe. It always starts with one. That's, you just got to start somewhere. Well, coronavirus shut everything else down. So (laughs) this was my travel year. This was, or I guess last year was the year that I was like, I've worked a year. I have money. I'm going to travel. Here we go. Miss Rona said, no. And instead, you took that money and bought a house. <laughs> I sure did. I did. I did. Well, good for you. Thanks. Good for you buying a house. Well, again, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, we actually just want to take kind of take a moment to look at our lives within the past year, kind of do like a year review, a year at a glance. Um, just kind of, you know, reflecting on some things that we did both personally, professionally um, with the podcast, how we've grown over this past year um, and what we've learned, what this year has taught us and kind of going from there. So, yeah. Yeah. So what if, what, what, how, how has this past year been for you? 2021? 2020 year. What? I guess that tells it all. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen for joining us. (laughs) Have a great night. night. (laughs) (laughs) You are so silly. 2021 was rough i feel like we thought we were going to be out of this stuff we weren't out of this stuff yeah a lot of curveballs thrown i feel like after every high there was a low yeah good lessons learned give me one good lesson you learned this year um buying house is hard Mm. but worth it yeah yeah also i learned job wise you will never be upset that you didn't kill someone you will never feel bad that you didn't mobilize someone because you know they didn't die. So just if you feel it in your gut, don't fucking do it. <laughs> Very, so you learn to trust your gut is what you're saying. I learned to trust my gut. That's I, good. Yeah. And a lot of things. Trust your gut, everyone. Mm-hmm. Just like I learned that the most important thing you can do is just like safe keep your peace. Because mm-hmm. in this day and age, 
Mm-mm. Peace is priceless. Truly. There's so much going on. You just got to make sure you're okay in yourself because the world out there is insane. Very true. Why? What did you learn? Um, I learned a lot this past year. Um, I learned to set boundaries, number one, one. Um, for myself, both per- personally and professionally. Um, I think the beginning of the year where I started versus where I am right now, um, personally, I've definitely grown and matured a lot. Um, I talk to my cousin all the time and I always tell her that, you know, the way that I have, the way that I was back in the day, right, a few years ago, um, was to handle things very differently. And especially in um, corporate America, I have learned how to fight professionally because I've had no choice but to. Um, And I've also learned how to, um, that number one, my voice matters, my opinion matters, and my feelings are valid. And when I am not in a position where um, my peace is being, when when I'm in a position where my peace is being compromised, that it's time to go, even if I'm not personally ready for it to be that way. Um, And, you know, I'll give a specific example. Um, The fact that I started off this year still being at the bedside and working as a PT. And now that I'm no longer at the bedside, that's definitely been a journey for me because um, I could definitely see myself away from the bedside. That's one of the reasons why I went back to school and got my MBA, uh, because there was always a desire to get away from the bedside. Um, However, this year, especially at the job where I used to work, um, there was a, a lot of situations that occurred that prevented me from leaving the way that I wanted to, but it still let me leave the way that I wanted to, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think that I've learned how to fight, how to defend myself, um, but how to defend myself in a professional way, um, and learn how to fight like other people do. Hint, hint. Other Um, people. 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 Uh huh. And, uh, yeah. And even too, like, I think there's a, there's a, um, even just different changes in relationships, both platonic and intimate that I've had this year, um, has definitely taught me, um, about reciprocity. Like I'm just not willing to be in any relationship with anyone again, platonic or intimate. And it's not reciprocal. Yeah. Even with patients. Like I think this, this pandemic, um, it took the tell everything from me, you girl, (laughs) physically, mentally, emotionally, but I don't even really think it's the pandemic. Honestly, I think it was, again, the situation that I was in at working at this toxic ass job with these toxic ass, with this toxic ass leadership and then basically, um, covering for each other and colluding with one another that definitely took a toll on me emotionally. And it took a toll on me mentally. And I had to back up because it started affecting me physically. And so when it starts to affect me physically, I got to go. And so, um, yeah, just having the courage to leave. And again, Sometimes you got to you got to be 10 steps ahead of people. What's crazy for me is that this I feel like this year at when we were working together at Mm -hmm. our collective job, I was finding footing in that job. Right. Because I was so new and you were finding footing to leave it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Because I was finally like, I'm here. I'm a therapist. I know what I'm doing and I can get it. And you were finally like. I've been here and I'm comfortable leaving it yeah. and I know what I'm worth and I can get the fuck out. Yeah. But I don't Definitely. understand why that had to be the same year. Exactly. I, feel like we could, I feel like we could have really benefited did, from another overlap, but it's did fine. It, did it feel like I pulled the rug from my butt? Yes. <laughs> I was like, we're in a groove. We got it. She got me here. Like I knew I could do it, but it's nice yeah. to have someone there who's like, bitch, get your shit together. Absolutely. Here's what we're doing. You know, you can do it. Yeah. Here's what you need to do. And I think it was because the way that I had to do it there, I, 
I couldn't give you a heads up of what was no, coming. No, she just left me high and dry. <laughs> we literally recorded a podcast on a Sunday, and by Tuesday, I resigned. Y'all, it was not right. <laughs> and she was like, bitch, I was just at your fucking house. So I'm like, yeah, no, I had to keep it quiet. But Yeah, yeah. but I, we always felt happy for you to leave, because I just yeah. feel like you can tell when someone's unhappy every day when they get... No one's... Listen... I feel like very few people are happy at work. Like yes. I'm never like, yeah, work. <laughs> Let's work get in there. <laughs> <laughs> like that's never, it's very few people that are that happy, but you can definitely tell when so- and someone's just miserable in yeah. their situation and no one wants that. We didn't want that for you. So we were very happy, but I was also sad for us. Cause we, yeah. we listen, I know people say that your coworkers aren't your job. 100%. But sometimes they are. Sometimes I could a not. 100%, a thousand percent. I could not yeah. do this job without the people. I could do it and it would be miserable Horrible. without the people that I'm doing it with mm-hmm. now. I can go find another job and probably have maybe better management or make more money. But I could, be- I just like the risk of being stuck with people who aren't these people. Yeah. I don't know. And the other night someone was like, well, you'll find other coworkers you can laugh with. And I was like, will I? Well, but it won't be the same. It won't be, it the, won't same. be the same. But you know, even for me, like, the fact that Kawinta left, like Kawinta was such yeah. a vital, like we we were like she was twins. The chip and the anchor she for you. really was. She was an anchor for me, and for me and her to be working together for you know two and a half years, literally, like it's different if you're in a cubicle with someone yeah. or you're sharing an office, but we're literally sharing you know a four by four space with one another, like a jail cell together of a room with patients and putting out you know putting our our bodies to the limit. And when she left, that took a toll on me because I was just like, well, damn, can I still reproduce the same results Mm -hmm. that I had with her? Which I knew I could, but it was just like, now I have to learn somebody all over again. And it's just not the same. So it was like when she left, that took a chunk. It was was already like I was ready to go. And then when Kawinta left, I was just like, okay, I'm really free to go. Well, that's what people don't understand because everyone has coworkers, right? And coworkers make your life either hell or they make your job bearable. Yeah. But with us, like co-workers are my job i need yeah. people to lean on i need people that can help me mm-hmm. i need people it's in my whole job every day it's very easy for me to be like what do you need where are you what can i help you with yeah. and it's very easy for my coworkers to be like where are you what room are you mm-hmm. in what can i help you with and yeah. you need that kind of reciprocal relationship because this job is taxing it is it's physically taxing it's mentally taxing i don't know what to do with this patient Mm -hmm. they're stuck doing this this and that mentally we're not getting along i need someone else to come in what ideas do you have and so it's so important to have people around you because supervisors don't care no they don't they need you to do your job you need somebody to help buffer exactly so it's good to surround yourself with people that you can get along with and have um not necessarily the same viewpoint as but just like our similar mindsets right. with and all of those things because there's so many yeah. people you who are don't just who suck there's people who they suck. just suck they, they just, just suck. do <laughs> they you do. work with and you're like i we're never gonna see eye to eye yeah we don't this is we don't mesh well mm-hmm. and that's detrimental to the patient but also for me like i'm trying to help help me help you and there's different levels of intensity too like i feel like you know, the way that you and I worked, we it was the same level of intensity as Quinta. Like yeah. when when I had a crazy idea to mobilize a patient who nobody else probably would mobilize, it should be like, Okay, let's do it, but it's gonna be on you. <laughs> and you're you're kind of the same. You're just like, Well, if you're gonna do it, okay, let's just do it. I'll go along for the ride with you versus, you know, you like you said, that like mindedness that mm-hmm. we that we both have. And so I think um just in a professional setting and for us too, even just to be able to to bridge that and 
carry that out of the corporate world, but into a personal world and starting a podcast together. Yeah. Um, I definitely think we've grown as a podcast. We've, we've grown in learning each other, even our chemistry. Like if you look at and, and listen to, because we didn't have video at the very beginning, but um, look at some of our early uh, episodes how we we were still learning our chemistry in this like mm -hmm. we were we developed our chemistry at the bedside but then bringing that same chemistry over into on Which wax is very and, different exactly it's performative in a different way exactly yeah but we man, still have to play we still have to buffer each other we though. do if there's a patient here we can get it just you Absolutely. and me playing off each other but there's someone yeah. else there so it's different to have it translate onto audio or in camera and video yeah, it's yeah different. definitely yeah it's a it's a totally different world um so what have you learned from like just being able to like buy a house this year and kind of accomplish all of that. Like what have you learned with that process? How has it helped you grow? Have you ever seen that meme? And it says like, I'm fine. I can do it on my own. And it's the guy who's doing surgery on himself. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I've actually seen that. I learned that you don't have to do surgery on yourself. Yeah. Like you can, I just need to like let other people help me. But also I've learned to like, my family's very big on opinion. We have a lot of women in our family. Mm -hmm with strong opinions but we're all very close mm -hmm. and you can let someone have an opinion without it changing yours yeah and i've always been like they have an opinion and that's gonna shape everything i do i don't know mm -hmm. you can you can listen to people and just like let it go because at the end like it's your house it's your money it's whatever mm -hmm. you want to do it's your life and i think i finally am like okay this is the year when i can make those moves because it is my mm -hmm. money and i have a job and i can if my life explodes it's still my life and, yeah you know what i mean yeah which is weird. It's weird being grown up. Being an adult is it's, trash. It is ghetto. It it's is the most trash. ghetto shit I've ever done. A mortgage every month, paying for shit. Why do I have to pay for water? I literally have to have it to it's live. It's just water. It's, it's just, just water. water. And why do I have to pay for trash? That makes no sense. Also, like, if I want to buy a kitchen with all exposed shelving and no cabinets, why does that affect you so much, other people? <laughs> like, it'll be okay. I'm not a exactly. mother of five. I don't have a, like, there's just things like that. And I get so, yeah. I'm really bad with anxiety and feelings. Cause mm -hmm. I'm just like, let me just bottle it. It'll go away. And then I get anxious yeah. and I'm like, oh, everyone's going to be upset. And right. my mom's like, it's not the end of the world. You can yeah. get new cabinets. You can do this, this or that. So you can literally do whatever you, you can want. literally do. It's your house. You yeah. can do whatever you want. I don't know this. It was just a weird time mm -hmm. to buy. It made me feel very, um, able. I was gonna say, did it make you feel more stable buying the house? Made me like, feel more stable buying the house and more uh, confident. And like, mm -hmm. I can take on big tasks and do things. Like, making, buying a house is a big deal, and yeah. everyone makes it seem very like, oh, just buy a house, right? But to me, I was like, well, holy shit, how do you buy a house? There's all these things you yeah. have to do. But then you do it, and you're like, oh, I can do this. It is fine. Like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, you're. Yeah. I'm an adult grown woman, and I can do <laughs> things, even though I feel like a child all the time. I feel like I'm permanently stuck at 23. That's yeah. my mindset. Like I'm 23 years old. And you like, feel like that until you're 30. Yeah. It's and once insane. you're 30, that light bulb comes on and you're just like, I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I have more experience than like, I just turned 21 and I can buy drinks at the bar, but like, I'm yeah. definitely not out here buying real estate and yeah. investing in shit and having a 401k. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So there's a gap, but I feel more, I feel like I got a less of a hitch in my giddy up. If you know what I mean? Less of a hitch in your giddy up. Yeah. That's the whitest thing she has ever said on this podcast. A hitch in your giddy up? You know, like a little. Pep in your step. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. I've got a little more pep in my step to do, I would assume, like more adult responsible things. Yeah. A hitch in your giddy up. I'm a wow. bad bitch. I don't know what I can say. She got her own house. She got her own car. One job. 
mediocrely working. <laughs> I'm an okay broad, you know? Very true. <laughs> what have you learned about yourself, uh, like, mentally? Like, how is your mental health right now, especially going through everything? Not great. <laughs> Mine neither. <laughs> We're in the same boat on that one. Uh, I don't think anybody's mental health is great right now. I um, I'm like for as much as an advocate I am for therapy, I need to be in therapy. Yeah, that's my New Year's resolution is to like buckle down and do it. I need to be in therapy. I went to therapy, but and and I I still go. I just I had to. It takes a while. Nobody tells you that it takes a while for you to find. Therapy is like dating. It is. It literally is dating. But it's even worse because like I'm not dating with your deep dark secrets. Exactly, and Mm -hmm. that makes me even more hesitant to do. You know, and you have to pay for it. Exactly, and you're just like I'm paying for a shit date. It's like (laughs) now I see how men feel by paying for dates, and they don't really like the girl or they don't vibe. And it's just like God damn it, I just wasted all my goddamn money. Yeah, and it's so condescending for me to be like, oh no, I'm such a big advocate for therapy, but I just don't go. Like fuck you, no, you're you need everyone needs. Well, your therapy is shit talking with your coworkers and your friends. (laughs) That is true. That is very true. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things for me mentally that I've, uh, did I give you a chance to answer that question? I think I kind of pass over that. I no, apologize. that's fine. You can answer it. No, no, I've got ahead. nothing. My mental health is all right. I feel like it could definitely be better. It's not the worst it's ever been. I'm mm-hmm. on a lot of medication that's helping with that a lot. So that's good. Yeah. Is it, should I, mm, I don't know. As long as you balance and you ain't shooting that shit. That's true. I will tell you, this is the year I started taking antidepressants. And when I started, when I was on them for about a month, this like huge, gray cloud over me just shifted and that's when i was mm. like oh shit i was depressed yeah like you just i felt a huge shift in me mm-hmm. not like that everything was fixed or that i was like super happy but i just didn't feel like doom and gloom all the time and that's yeah. when i was like yeah she probably needs therapy you probably shouldn't feel like that all the time yeah definitely not that's not a good so a good thing to feel new year's yeah i'm gonna give myself some time that's good that's good. Why? How do you feel mentally? I mean, mentally, I'm in a greater space than I was at the very beginning of oh, the year. Oh, good. Um, but I, it was a roller coaster for uh-huh. me because, again, I, uh, there was more going on professionally um, that was traumatizing more than personally. And then, um, like I was, I was talking to my cousin about this. Um, one thing that I am appreciative of is my outlook on a lot of things, and my perception is very different about a lot of things. Like. Um, for example, different relationships in my life. Like, you know, how every year you kind of go through this thing of um, reevaluating relationships, uh, again, platonic as well as uh, intimate relationships. And one of the relationships that I've been looking at in, um, in particular is the relationship with my mother. And I'm not a person who has like mommy issues or anything like that. My mother was very present as a child, um, but as an adult, still very present. But I think people forget or I kind of forgot that my mom is a whole human being before she is a parent, right? And so some of the decisions that she makes um, as an adult, it's about her. And even though I look at her as like, well, no, you're my mom. You should make decisions. She's like, bitch, you're a grown ass woman. She didn't say that. So she's like, like, she's a a Betty before she's your mom. Exactly. And so it's kind of like, you know, there are certain decisions that she makes for her life. And I'm just like, but I'm your child. Like what? But I'm your child. And she's like, yeah, but I'm a whole ass person out here in these streets. That's what it feels know? like having a present mother, I feel like. Yeah. Because you're always like, no, me. You've been here and it's been about me because yeah. I'm your kid and you've made it right. about me. So then when they flip, not even flip a script, but they're just like. Mm. They get their independence back. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, you know that the, the guy on TikTok who was like, hold on. Hold you've on. been scrolling too long. That's <laughs> yeah. always how I feel. Yeah. Exactly. So even like our, our relationship is very different than what it used to be. Um, and not in a bad way, but I think. um 
sometimes you just need space from people to be able to kind of um, mourn what they used to be in your life or what they used to be to you because you're understanding that certain choices that people make, it's not about you. It's about this is their life. And mm-hmm. sometimes we um, we put ourselves in these positions in other people's life. And then when they make decisions for themselves, then we're disappointed. And it's like, well, how can you be disappointed? They're a whole ass human being yeah. before they, before you even existed. So you can't expect people to make certain decisions, even in certain like intimate relationships that I've had this year. Um, not like intimate, like sexual, but you know what I mean? Like just with the, the opposite, close, you know, mm-hmm. intimate relations anyway, but different things where I've had to just back off and just let it go. And it's just like, usually I'm just like, well, let me explain to you why I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, you don't do the ghost. See, I'm no. the ghoster. I'm just like, we'll talk about this in two years can, when it comes up. I can be a ghoster, but I try not to do that because I don't like that reciprocated back to me because I can't handle when you go, when people ghost me. Oh. So I've tried to practice See? not doing that. And so, but this year I've had to go some people and just like, there's no explanation. See, ghosting is the polite thing to me. I'm like, you just that's drift not and I'll just drift and we'll drift back one day and maybe no, we'll talk about that's it. That's traumatic. I'm not saying you have to give a whole paragraph. Don't do the paragraph, ladies. Don't do that. But at the same time, there are just some things like even, for example, I was on, on one of these dating apps and this one guy, he reached out to me and was like, W-Y-D, block. What are you doing? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm 37. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Don't W-Y-D me, okay? <laughs> Don't W-Bush-Y-D me, okay? I hate it. I'm still in my 20s. You can hit me with that. We'll see what happens. No, I hate it. I'm, I hate it. And, and especially if you do that early in the morning, like 9 Ugh. o'clock in the morning. Bitch, I'm at I'm going work. going to work. What, 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 what why you, do you have be doing? T- why do you have the time to ask me that? You should be at work, too. You should be at work. But, yeah, there are some people in my life that, you know, even friendships that I've had where, again, you, you see you guys drifting apart. And it's just like, okay, it's very clear that we are not on the same path at the same time. And I'm just going to have to let you go silently to myself. And I'm going to have to mourn what I thought in my brain should be. Uh-huh. That's not that I don't see in my present and I'm okay. And I have to be okay with that. And I'm going to mourn it properly and move on. Um, and if you don't hear from me, you just don't hear from me. And if you try to send a text or a call and I don't respond, just know that you're probably blocked and I don't have no hard feelings against you. It's just reciprocity is at the top of my list at this point. Yeah. If it is not reciprocal, I'm not doing it. And that's in professional, you know, love life, the whole nine sistership, the whole nine. I'm not doing it. I'm not, and, and then too, even this year, kind of piggybacking off my mental health, my oldest sister has, I mean, she's going to listen to this and be like, I can't believe you said this on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> it's nothing bad. But um, my oldest sister and I, we've always had this really weird relationship and we know what our relationship is, but she has definitely been a rock, especially these past few months for me. Um, that has, I think, catapulted our relationship to a different level where we really, really understand each other as siblings and we understand our siblingship. Because the thing is, when siblings fight, never get involved. No. Never get involved when siblings fight. And we don't fight very often. I mean, we're in, di- in different states, so we don't fight very often. It's we weird. Because sibling fights are the ones where I will say malicious shit. Oh, yeah. We'll always bounce back because guess what? You're my sibling. Exactly. And we're stuck. I mean, we got the same DNA, so we're stuck But if someone else enters the chat, no. No. We're going we gonna to no. turn around and we're going to jump on you. So, um, but even to like, you know, um, a lot of the conversations that I have with my cousin and how our relationship as well has um, really blossomed and has become really close and she's become an anchor in my life um that's definitely been able to help so even when people 
um, have to leave or, you know, you mourn these people leaving your life for a specific reason and you shed them and shed your relationships with them. It's always amazing how God puts people back in place where you feel like you never lost anything in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So, um, but all that to say, my mental health is very, it's, it's much better now. Um, and I'm gearing up for, you know, it to be even better next year. That's good. Um, because there's a lot of stuff again that I couldn't talk about that I still can't talk about and still can't, you know, discuss and go into detail, but, um, I don't even know. Yeah, because I can't even tell her. She but tell me. Um, one day I'll do like a true Hollywood story about <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, I feel like so I'm, this was my 27th year. Mm-hmm. And you know how everyone says the 27th club? Like That was my best year. Dude. 27 was a, was a fun year for this me. This year has rocked me. Yeah. Just stuff. Like, I just feel more adult like i've had mm-hmm. to deal with adult shit finally yeah. this is why people kill themselves at 27 jesus that took That's a turn why all these people have died at 27 because i'm wow. in this weird middle year where i'm like not yeah. 30 and feeling all this pressure but yeah. i'm not 20 and feeling like i have the rest of my life to live and absolutely I'm like, it's a transition for sure it's this middle phase where you're like, i feel like this was the year where i was like i set the standard for what i want for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and that's horrifying yeah like, what do I want to carry through? What do I want to shed? Mm-hmm. What do I want to leave behind? Because I'm the one who's just like, nah, I'll ghost it. I'm yeah. going to stop responding. <laughs> and I'll just, we'll figure right. it out. Me and my roommate always say, like, let's think about that tomorrow. That's our catchphrase. And tomorrow never comes. Never <laughs> comes. There'll be, like, all this shit to do at the house. And we're like, let's do it to- tomorrow. Like, let's talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. So I understand the 27 Club now. Yeah. This has been a weird year. I think it's been even worse because you're in the middle of a pandemic as well. Oh, so weird. It would have like, been so much easier had we not been in a pandemic. The pandemic changes everything. It's yeah. the way pe- it's the way people think. It's the way people move and work. There's so many micro, not aggressions. There's like, I don't even know if it's idiosyncrasies. There's so many little things I see people do or say now that mean so much more. Like, mm-hmm. And that it would never be a problem before, like your vaccination status, whether or not you're going out, how you view the pandemic, how you think about people who have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that that never would have meant anything Politics. before. Politics. And now I'm yeah. like, well, what does that say about you as a person? Yeah. Oh, the fact that you are anti-vax or pro-vax, what does that say about you? Mm-hmm. Or that you waited this long or that you're still going out in the middle of a pandemic? Those kinds of things. Yeah say whatever about you and that's weird speaks volumes it speaks volumes and no one wants to have to <laughs> yeah. think about that that's stuff yeah. you would discover about someone maybe like two or three months in right but now it's in my face because i'm like oh do you not care about the livelihood of all these other people around yeah. you did you have someone die of covid mm-hmm. do you not does that not affect you oh so gross you have to think about stuff yeah. like that but i even think too like losing people especially this past like year and a half um you know, people who are close to you, people who are, you know, in close proximity to you who have died. And it's just like, when you lose people like that, you put that there's either one or two things you're going to do. You're either going to fight or flight. And I think for me, even losing people in this pandemic, it's kind of been like, you know, I understand because it's okay. For example, you know how in the ICU you're used to, you're accustomed to a certain level of death. Mm -hmm. Right. And so death as, crazy as it sounds and as dark as it sounds you become accustomed to people oh, dying it's like reading the paper yeah, it's or literally somebody can uh, literally a dead body can be in a in an icu room next door to you and you're just looking like oh, okay and you see that you're in there with the nurse helping them prep the body or whatever and you're just like yeah girl because i went to hobby lobby and, and you become so morbid and then it's like when somebody close to you passes away or in close proximity 
you take a minute and you're like, whoa. Mm -hmm. It's different on the other side. It is so, and it hits you so quickly. But while you're in it, it's fine. While you're in it, it's fine because you're just, it's movement. It's what you see every day and you're fine. You're like, let me keep it together. Mm -hmm. And then when you're on the other side of it, you're like, oh no. Because now you're thinking of, this is all the families I see. Mm -hmm. This is all the aftermath. And it's, oh it's icky it's horrible to be on that side of the, the other day i had my patient code right and i he had come from inpatient rehab downstairs mm-hmm. he came to me we evaled him mm-hmm. the next day he coded. he'd been in the hospital forever mm-hmm. he coded it was rough they ended up not being able to bring him back his mm-hmm. wife who had been there all the time wasn't there no yeah. one could get a hold of her and all i could think was just like which before i would have literally never would have crossed my mind it's yeah. always like oh that's so sad that sucks everyone was trying every doctor was in there mm-hmm. heart failed the whole team more doctors than yeah. nurses were in there at that point right and you just think oh that's so sad but now being on the other side of that mm-hmm. i'm just like his wife yeah that's so sudden that's so shocking no one thought this was going to happen yeah. who's going to tell her where is she why is it? and that exactly. is like the even worser part yeah of being in the icu now it changes everything because then it brings back all of the people who ha- like all of your patients who have died before mm-hmm. that point and it just like hits you like a ton of bricks like was i insensitive to that person oh, exactly. like why are you screaming it's okay they sh- you know what it was their time to go they should have let them die a long time ago and this is like when it happens to you so close you're just like what the fuck like no i changed my mind let me change my will yeah like god it's, <laughs> it's horrible that sucks yeah death really does suck but, but but also too that puts into perspective um even too in this pandemic because I have had to isolate myself, especially this past year, because of working with COVID positive patients and not wanting to be around people, be around my family who, you know, maybe immunocompromised or whatever the case may be, um, and just not giving them anything. Um, because of that, it's made me reevaluate relationships of people like, you know, well, wow, you haven't checked on me in the whole pandemic. Like, damn, like, you know, I'm working mm-hmm. in the trenches and you haven't even called to say, hey, bitch, you need some water. You all right? You got you got toilet paper, you know, and it's just like, well, God damn. Like, I mean, and it's not that they don't care about me. It's just they people when when you prioritize yourself and people's lives and people's life and you do that not not on purpose but you do it anyway you're always going to be disappointed because you should never try to position yourself as someone else's right and i always have like because we work in a hospital and it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or Uh unvaccinated or the most cautious person in the world Mm -hmm. or someone who throws caution to the wind we have to help you yeah you're here so i'm always in that mindset so I don't give a I don't give a shit if you're vaccinated or whatever you're yeah. here. I don't care what your reason is. We're all yeah. here to you. Got it. You have the COVID. You're here. Mm-hmm. But I'll have friends who are just so like vocal. And they'll be like, I can't believe this. Pr-. Like, what are these people doing? I can't believe they're unvaccinated. I have a friend who works in the ho- me. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who works in the hospital with these people, and I feel so touched. And I'm yeah. just like, you are so out there and vocal for mm-hmm. me and then i feel bad because i'm on the other side I'm like i don't give a shit like yeah. whatever you are whatever you can i don't care yeah. i'm so fa- like it's compassion fatigue for it it really is whatever you are who you mm-hmm. are i don't give a shit you're here and you're sick if you're yeah. sick you're sick but then it feels good to have people on the other side being yeah. like i can't believe they're acting like this you work in a hospital and da, 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 da. absolutely it, it it definitely is very different it definitely hits you very di- very very different all right let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back this episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. 
CBD is one of many restorative compounds found in the cannabis plant. Its benefits include decreased pain, improved mood, decreased anxiety, and much more. Some of y'all know that I have crazy ADHD, so I'm heavily medicated at all times, and I've been taking CBD oil at night to kind of calm me down, get me ready for bed. 1010 would recommend. Worried about regulations? The passing of the 2018 Farm Bill made hemp-derived CBD legal to sell and consume. So yes, CBD is 100% legal and perfect for every person of legal age. My Apothecary's featured line, Broad Bloom, offers broad-spectrum CBD oil drops, sports cream, and soft gels. These products have no THC, so you can stay fly without the high or zen without the spin. Shop now at www.myapothecary.com and sign up for their newsletter to get exclusive offers, product releases, and CBD news. Remember to always check with your healthcare provider before consuming any supplement. You must be 21 to purchase and consume, and shipping is only available in the U.S. of A. Don't forget to shop at www.myapothecary.com. Um, one of the things that I can say that, um, just kind of, sorry, piggybacking off of disgusting. All right. It's the hot chocolate piggybacking hot off of what you hot said. Hot chocolate doesn't make you burp. The sugar. <laughs> I'm trying to burp out the diabetes. Anyway, um, one thing that I have seen, um, that I'm appreciative for, especially with regard to this podcast, cause I, it's not all negative things that we've learned from this year. Um, there's definitely a lot of positive things. One thing that I can appreciate is your growth on this podcast that I have seen yeah. as not only a, an occupational therapist, like working in clinical setting, being able, like you said, getting your footing and being able to see you, you know, um, learn and be able to, um, develop your clinical judgment. It's always great for me to see like new grads develop their clinical judgment. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, okay, I trust you now. Like that's can... the scariest thing. Oh yeah. Cause nobody's show. No, there's no roadmap of how to develop no. clinical judgment. So, you know, even just the way that you've uh, been able to grow, I think, you know, professionally and personally. And I think even to like, you know, you saw life. I'm still proud. I'm a proud mama. <laughs> I'm a proud mama. <laughs> you finally saw I did life. It for you. So you're getting more stamps on your black card, and I appreciate, I I'm am. appreciative of that. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, being able to see you grow as a professional, um, and being able to navigate corporate America because I think a lot of people, no one shows you how to do that. Nobody no. shows you. You're already used to bulldoze in meetings and be like, yeah. I'm going to fix all this shit. Exactly. And then you're just like, but you're learning how to be strategic as well too. And I think for me, because and that, that's why I love the dynamic of our podcast, because I am 10 years older than you. And mm-hmm. I try not to tell you what to do because I'm not your mother. Like I look at you as a little sister and it's like, you still need, I can't protect you from everything, nor do I want to, because there are certain things that you have to learn. Just like people for me who were, you know, older than me, who, you know, saw me grow and saw me, you know, uh, develop my own sense of judgment and stuff like that. So, yeah, I feel like, unfortunately you went through some shit this last year. Right. So it would be insensitive of me to not take from that considering mm-hmm. all the shit you went through mm-hmm. and not grow and learn from it. Cause I'm like, it had to be for a reason, reason yeah. a purpose, mm-hmm. but also it gives me more of a backbone at work to be like, well, no, they did this sh- fucking shit to her. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they do it to me? And why yeah. is no one else seeing it? And mm-hmm. don't you know, da, da, da. so. And how to navigate through it. And how to navigate through it. So it's not for nothing. Hey, yeah. that it happened to you. Very glad you're out of it. Uh, almost. We'll almost. You're, all, you're coming out of it. I'm coming out of it. You're coming out of it. Yeah. Out of it. Mm-hmm. But it was very eye-opening to me because I think 
especially at work because there are very few colored people Mm -hmm. it's very easy to be like well that's happening to her like you separate that's her experience Mm -hmm. that's what she's framing it as Mm -hmm. but being closer to it you're like nah that's happening to everyone just differently maybe not as aggressively to you Mm -hmm. but it's they don't give a shit about any of us yeah so it's been very interesting and learning how to navigate that like i think even to this this past year like it put into perspective to just um, how we've been duped. <laughs> Bamboozled. Bamboozled. <laughs> Manipulated. <laughs> just, I mean, from government to corporate America to like everything. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's like this, this past year has really been like this delicate balance between YOLO and you gotta conserve <laughs> because 2020 was like we're all in it together we're in it crazy together. pandemic what's happening everyone just do the best they can help your neighbor in 2021 it settled out and still companies were like fuck y'all and we were like no 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 fuck y'all but here's a pizza party <laughs> we were like no we we're not new to this we're true to this at this point and we were told it was gonna all kind of even out and they're like yeah no no not at all you're replaceable exactly Peace, bitch. yeah there's definitely a delicate balance between you know yolo and, and conservation but um yeah i definitely know that 2022 is going to be an amazing year i'm manifesting it i'm claiming it already um i gotta do my vision board before december oh, 31st that's fun um i'm gonna do a digital one this year though as opposed to like, I like going that. to get magazines and all that kind of i literally do like people whole, even buy magazines anymore do they even make magazines that's anymore? what i'm saying yeah everything is like cardstock photos and canva yeah. and everything like that but yeah i'm definitely i'm excited for what's gonna happen in 2022 i have just i don't feel like i'm having a butterfly moment but i feel like i'm having like a outer cocoon shedding layer Mm -hmm. moment so i am excited for 2022 i feel settled more settled than i have been in a long time really i feel shaken you feel shaken Mm -hmm. i feel settled in myself back almost like a like a um slingshot uh i feel Mm -hmm. settled in myself with like a rocky exterior okay like there may be shit going on all outside Mm -hmm. but like i'm chilling me in here yeah you know what i mean yeah so we'll see how that progresses in 2022 i don't fucking know i don't know i just feel like this year i was like i gotta prioritize me and Mm -hmm. my mental health and like shakes come and go but friends are forever you know what i mean forever yeah you know what i'm talking about what no. movie is that from? Just Friends. Anyway. Forever. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm ready for whatever now. I feel like 27 threw a bunch of shit in me that I didn't think I was ready for. And yeah. like, I'm still here and mm-hmm. living. So, so whatever the fuck. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the kicks. Yeah. And we'll just rock it out. I definitely think 2022 is going to be a, a year for the books for me in a positive way. Good. Um, Because... I am completely taking the brakes off. Oof. I love that. There's no hold bar. Oof. Brakes scared. There are no brakes on this vehicle. Straight gas, all 22. All gas, no brakes. No brakes at all. And I'm talking about mentally, relationship-wise. Means you're going to travel with me, huh? Spiritually. Yes. Let's go somewhere. Let's go somewhere. Let's do you that. You can't bring your own washcloth, though, or your oh, own sheets. Then I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, that I will pump the brakes on. <laughs> brakes are in my pocket. <laughs> brakes are in my pocket. <laughs> but yes, we definitely need to travel. We'll take this uh, this show on the road. But, so um, you're just full steam ahead on 2022. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. love that. It, it's already started in every aspect. And if you cannot keep up, oh, well. 
and I'm not apologizing. And I'm not slowing down. I just don't think anyone has to apologize for anything anymore. If you're going to be an no. asshole, you don't have to go be an asshole. If you're going to be great, go be great. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to do what the fuck they want. And everyone else on the other end of that has to decide whether you're going to put up with it or not. And exactly. everything's on everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Just... <laughs> That took a turn. <laughs> Everything's on yourself. Be who yeah. you want, and then you decide if you're gonna what you're gonna put up with and what you don't want to put up with. Absolutely, and I think too, na- being being unafraid to navigate what you don't know uh, will take you places much further than being in your comfort zone. Because a lot of times we are just like, well, I don't want to do this because this is very scary, and it is, and it's just like, well, what if I fail? Well, what if you succeed? Yeah. And if you fail, guess what? Failure is a good thing. It teaches you lessons in life. And everything that, one thing that I want, I think one of my biggest lessons this year that I have learned is that just because I want it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Oof. <laughs> and, it's so, ah. and it's so simple, but I'm telling you, when you learn that lesson, and I'm still learning it daily, that in my brain, I see an outcome to a situation and I repeat it and I want to manifest it all day long. And then God is like, huh, interesting. That's what you want. Okay. Well, there's something better. So I'm not going to give you that. But, mm-hmm. and then, and then when it doesn't happen, I'm disappointed. And I'm just like, but like, well, Jesus, I was praying and manifesting, but it's not even a regular disappointment. It's like, a no. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I've worked world so is over. hard. Everything. Yeah. That's my problem too. I'm so used to every, mm-hmm. not everything going my way, but like if I work for it, it's going to happen. Exactly. If I put in what I need to put in, it's going to come to fruition. And exactly. when it doesn't, after I've done all the things I need I'm to so do, that's when I get pissed my off. My feelings are so hurt. I'm just like, Jesus, Me how too. dare you? Because dare most you, stuff Lord. I'm just like, oh, that's like, I don't put my full energy into it if it happens yeah. i'm very if it happens it happens it definitely doesn't oh see and, i'm not like that unless i put my full energy to yeah. it and then that shit better fucking happen exactly it's not gonna be good for me and when it doesn't happen and when it doesn't like, i'm just lord i'm upset with you right now <laughs> i'm like how could I you minute. i did x through whatever I that i minute. needed to do exactly yeah no I you agree. said that i could have the desires of my heart how dare you not give me the desire i've been of my praying heart? every night every night before close my eyes but you know what's so funny is i like this prayer that i pray is like Lord, let your will be done. But let your will be what I want. <laughs> and let Jesus, our will. Let our will, Jesus. You said that you... I'm going to throw your word back in your face, Lord. You said that you would give me the desires of my heart. Where and that? I, Lord, let your will be done. And let your will, please be that. X, Y, Exactly. And the Lord is like, Monica, that's not how you pray to me. But okay. Okay. Your heart is Appreciate pure. Appreciate the gesture. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for at least praying to me, but that's not what's going to happen. But no. yeah. Where, where do you see the podcast going? Where do, what, what, um, not necessarily resolutions, but worldwide. I think so too. Do you think so? I think so too. I think we've been doing pretty good. I think we just have to get in the right hands. Our, again, our, our right ears, right ears. Um, we're, we're moving up there. We're doing we really, really, I was really surprised good. when I saw how many TikTok followers we had. Yeah, me too. Popping off on the ticks. Yeah. You just got to respond to them because I I know I'm t- I just hey listen I think I messed up that listen, but I'm these it. these little kids they be responding in the comment and I just be like I don't have the energy <laughs> I don't have the energy to go back and forth I forget I have social media until I do so my ADHD will be in check in 2022 and I will be on it you better be I will be I'll on make you here. sign a contract <laughs> for the these days are your TikTok days these uh, days you, exactly. I really just need to do that honestly yeah. I think if I could get down a schedule I'd be okay I don't think because you have ADHD you're ever going to be able to do that I don't oh, think it'll yeah. let you. I I've don't know on, anybody with ADHD. I've been on schedule. ADHD talk lately, and yeah. I'm just like, my brain is not right. It's not that it's not right. It's, it's not that it's not right. It's it. just that it's opposite of everything. It's a different it's way of doing op- it. It's the opposite of how everything is set up. 
So I just have to modify. And exactly. That's a different Which way you'd think it. I'd be able to do because I'm an occupational therapist, but I'm just like, eh. You guys are the worst. I know. I fucking You're know. flower children. I know. that. That's probably why I'm an occupational therapist. Most occupational ADHD. therapists, I would say, probably have ADHD. Because you're flower kids. You can't even, you can't even do one assignment at one time. that was like ADHD. You're either hyper-focused. Yeah. You are like can't do anything to save your life, yeah. or you're just you've lost everything. There's like this one that one video I saw. This lady says, "Oh, for all my ADHD dears, here's what happens: Don't pick it up and put it down. Put it away. Oof. Don't pick it up and put it down. Put it away." And I was like, "I sent that to you. You probably didn't even look at it. It's I fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll try again, 2022. <laughs> I am trying my best." <laughs> It's okay. You again. There's nothing wrong with having ADHD. It's just a different way of. It doing is things. a different way. That's if all. I literally, I try so hard, but unless it's right in front of my face and you're forcing yeah. me to do it, it's just not. At least you're happen. more flexible. I'm more rigid. That's true. Because I'm very Type A. I would like to think that I'm self-aware enough to know that like I'm not perfect and I'm annoying as shit because I don't do what I say I'm gonna do. But I'm just here for it. And if you get me in the right time, it'll happen. I just want you to answer. Your text messages. That's going to be a tough one. That is a tough I, one you, for me. I, I kind of feel like you right now, only because I'm going to show you this. Uh, I have never had this in my life before. This is how you can tell that this a transition. Look at my emails. Holy moly. And you know I don't like the little red You don't. Things. Yeah. So the fact I that I have that. Red. Yeah. The fact that I have that is just like the notifications. I hate notifications on my phone. So I always try to clear everything out. But the fact that I have that, that I'm, I'm trying to You're learn how to. You're going through something. That's fine. No, no. I'm not going through something. I'm just learning how to not be so rigid and it's go. okay maybe i'll learn to be more rigid we could just swap a little bit no i no. kind of like my rigidity okay i'm okay with my that. thing you know how people do that annoying thing where they're like oh i thought i answered it like i thought i responded to it and i'm always like I didn't that's, respond to you. that's bullshit yeah. but i also always i'm yeah. like i don't think i responded to, to it but in my head i did so it's just cleared from the the queue <laughs> Gotcha. No, I know because you texted me earlier and you were just like, yeah, you didn't respond. Yeah, no, I saw it. And I just, <laughs> I didn't have the energy to focus on it. So I was like, mm, I'll respond I'm consistently later. inconsistent. What more can you ask for? I think self-awareness is the best kind of awareness. I Thank you very that, much. You I'm, know? Working through it. I'm, I'm excited because 2022, um, I'm going to have a, I'm going to get married and I'm having a, a child, maybe two, maybe twins. Okay. Cool with that. You can't so, have twins in the same year, I don't think. Why not? Oh, no. Two. You can have twins in the same year. <laughs> you would have them at do the same time. Do you know what twins is? <laughs> Forgot. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what are your big... I don't... Do you do resolutions? No, I don't. Okay. What are your big... I do a, a vision board, though. Okay. What are your big goals for 2022? My big goals for 2022... <laughs> okay. We're not having... It's to learn how to say 2022. My big goals for 2022, number one is to heal my gut. Oh, that is a good one. That will change your life. Yes, I'm healing my gut, and I am not starting in 2022. I'm actually starting now on it. Um, I, you know, meal prep very differently this time. Stephen anyway, Cabral, ever heard of him? No. Dr. Stephen Cabral. You should listen to his podcast. Really? He's about. He's a gut. He's a doctor? gut guy. Gut oh. guy. He sells a bunch of gut stuff, but he's cool all about he healing your gut. Yeah, that's that's one for me. Um, professionally, being able to um, launch some things that I can't really go into discussion about. Um, but professionally growing professionally, okay. um, and especially in the business world, um, with this podcast, I want it to be all over the place and be, I like that. you know, us like, good morning, everybody. It's DJ NB Angela, <laughs> Angela Yee, Charlamagne God. We are the breakfast club. Um, and yeah, my husband finding me. That's really it. That's really it. What about you? What are your what are your big goals for twenty twenty? Wish I thought about it, but I haven't. I just want to be wealthy too. 
Yeah, I'd like to be wealthy. I'd like to be ha- like genuinely just like radiating happiness. Like I walk in the like I want my descriptor when people talk about me to be like she's always so happy. Then they hate you. I don't care. <laughs> I want to be just fucking like. Happy. That's like one of our our coworkers. Well, old co old coworker to me, but still work. All right, friends, it's time to go to the floor. We're like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I still try to keep her humble. I was like shut up. We love you. We love you. You we know who you. you are. I my goals for this year are to just be like. Sound mind, sound body, happy. Like, one I'm, band, one sound. Yeah. <laughs> I had to bring that back up. Uh, it's, this is the year of me. I'm rocking with me until I'm 30. So I would also love a husband and kids. I don't want kids. I'd also love a husband. Yeah. We'll see if that happens. Yeah, definitely. I think it will. I think it will for the both of us. Yeah, why not? Hopefully they're not brothers, but we'll see. Hey, I'd be open to it. I mean, mine's got to be older, though. Or you should be younger and Mike could be older. No. Why not? No. The maturity level. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. I am mature. I'm not not you of the man. He'll he'll be fine. Mm, no. I'm not a cougar. Okay. Yeah, no. Sound like I uh I don't have any big twenty two goals yet. In typical me fashion, I haven't spent time. I just to think wanna about it. I wrote down about thirty goals. Holy shit. I, Cause I'm telling you, I, I do this religiously every. You single write thirty year. goals every year. Yeah. Oh my god. Because I split them up How between do you have the attention span. Because I don't have ADHD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I break them up like professionally, personally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, um, and intimately as well too. Um, so I I always write different categories of goals, and that's how I make my vision boards every nice. single year. So throughout the year, I'm adding it to this one piece of paper. Like th- this is another goal I want to achieve, and so. Um, this past year ruined it all, but whatever. <laughs> this We're year for over. sure, COVID willing, I am traving more. I already booked my summer trip. I think we're gonna we're doing Machu Picchu. I'm gonna hike. Ooh, oh, that's a fun. wonder of the world. I'm getting back out there. Yeah, I'm I need to be back things. in the gym. I need to get back in the gym. I, I, I started and then I stopped. Ugh, I, I'm Dude, so COVID sick of the inconsistency. Everyone for a little, I haven't really cooked did. a meal since COVID started. I haven't gone to the gym like I you should. You haven't since COVID. cooked. What do you eat? Out? I don't know. I don't know hospital you know i was gonna say you don't even yeah you always starbucks every day cafeteria every lunch have the time she wasted it'd be oh, you do i do and I'm, let's work on that not wasting food we're in a shortage <laughs> <laughs> listen at least get you some rice and beans in your house so i know God forbid i have no food in the house alcohol, but, that's it oh my you're gonna die like six See? bottles of wine you're not gonna survive the apoc- i bought a five, five pound bag of rice well i'll be coming over here no, you That's won't. Fine. Yes, you I eat will. my rice. <laughs> I got plenty of yum yum sauce though. But <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Sauce. It's gonna be a good year. I'm happy it for is. us. Very I'm, happy for you and that you're moving on to bigger and better things. Yes, I'm. I'm excited for what's gonna happen to you as well too. I'm excited for what's gonna happen with our podcast. I'm excited for um, where our careers are going to take us, um, either together or separately. So I'm excited about. I'm that. excited for you to go back to the bedside with me somewhere so that we can have content like we used to. Um, like poopy, shitty, poopy, shitty content. content. <laughs> I mean, I could always get a job at the bedside, like on the weekends, but then you're going to be too tired because you work full time. That's true. So, we'll, so we'll it sounds like out. I have to drop down. Sounds like you're going to have to drop down to part time. Sounds like someone out there needs to marry me already so I can work part time and then I can have fun to do my podcast. Wait, and then who's going to hire us to like specifically be like an OT 
PT, PT duo, duo to just no, we only Someone need four hours. Someone to this podcast. Exactly. Anyone They're, out there? Yeah. I want to see one patient a day. I'll just come in real quick. Seriously, let's just do one. Well, we got to do at least three to, yeah. to get like content. content. But it'll be quick evals. Yeah, quick we can evals. do it. Yeah. Listen, we're great people. Great Absolutely. therapists. Absolutely. You know, we've been doing this for a while. We'll workshop well, it. Well, me, but yeah. Yeah, no, I've been doing it for, I would now say I'm not a new grad, right? How many years have you known? Two. You're still a new grad. <laughs> You got to get at least five to not be. Are there. you kidding three. me? I'm kidding. Three. In at a pandemic. Three. I feel like I've lived three lives in this pandemic. <laughs> well, I've been in the trenches. You, okay. You've, you've excelled, but in a normal situation, two years is still a new grad. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but you're moving on up there. You're almost there. We'll take it. Almost there. Almost there. But yeah, so this year is going to be an amazing year. Y'all be safe for uh, New Year's. Uh, please don't go out and drink and drive. Don't um, blow up fire. That like makes me nervous. The fire don't shoot your when you're guns drunk. Either. Don't shoot your guns. Just go out, have a nice, calm time with your friends go and your family. Go to watch night. Go to watch night service at What's your church. Watch night. Oh, church? Yeah, watch night service. You never did that? No. What the fuck? Why would I be at church on New Year's Eve? Because Jesus is saving your soul before the new year. On New Year's Eve? Yeah. Jesus gets me on the 25th, ma'am, not on the 1st <laughs> or the 31st. You're going to hell. No, literally, watch night. You like go to church at like to 10 o'clock. To watch what? You're, so it's traditionally, watch night was really about the celebration in, with enslaved time. We don't even go all the way, to way back there. But it's really watchful service for um, the enslaved they would celebrate their new coming into the year but they would be watchful of you know uh white terrorists walking around trying to kill them anyway neither here nor there um so white night, watch night service is a historically black thing but in the black church you go to service at like 9 30 10 o'clock and you have like a long church service and all that kind of stuff and then at like 11 30 or something everybody goes to the altar and you just pray your way through the new year thanking god for uh blessing you and keeping you throughout the year and that you're gonna have an amazing next year. So you want to sit, through, and then you go to breakfast. I sit through a service. Yes. For two hours, then you want me to pray two and a half. At, pray in an altar for thirty minutes. Yes. You got me fucked up. Cause you've never gone to a black church before. You gotta experience I went a black church. One time. How long did you stay? Very long. Yeah. Did you bring a lot snacks? Of singing. I did not bring snacks. That's where I messed up. Gotta bring snacks. But I do get an email and text message from them every Sunday. Ask yeah. me to come back. Yeah. I remember the church I used to go to, and, and well, that I, I still attend virtually um, bedside baptist no love and faith community church in uh tallahassee florida uh the pastor's pastor lamar simmons shouts out to you um they used to do a concert after watch night so like you would preach and it'll be an amazing service and then he would literally do a concert afterwards and so sometimes you wouldn't get out till like 2 30 in the morning see i'm usually blackout on new year's that's not a good thing why you black out to bring the new year in no you need to be safe I'm safely black. I never go out for for New Year's. Are you so you go out to like clubs and all that kind of stuff? Well, not to clubs, but I'll like pay for like an open bar. You stay one place. I stay Mm. one. I never bar hop. I stay one place. It's either a house party or we've paid for like a hotel or a bar to be there all night. I never go out for if it's it's not the church. I'm not going. We did New Orleans one year. Mm. If it's fun. If it's not the church, I don't go out on New on New Year's. I stay. Church is where it's at. I'm not saying that that's where it's at. I go black out at a church. On communion wafers and juice. (laughs) Say I won't. Some churches have wine, you know. But, yeah, no, I don't do all that. But, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Mason. I know. Obsessed with me. All right. Well, everyone, happy holidays. Yes. Um, We're all going to have a good new year. I'm manifesting and praying for everyone. And no more COVID. Listen, this Amarion, you got to go. You got to go. go. Unless if it will help to delay student loan repayback. Here's the thing. <laughs> if we had to figure out a way to not pay our loans 
I'll take the Omarion, oh, you're it's, on deck, buddy. It is what it is. But if he's if Byron's going to make me pay it back, then we're done. Byron. <laughs> exactly. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all so very much for tuning into this special episode as we took a year at a glance and a year rewind of this past year. Uh, we hope you guys have done the same and uh, that you all achieve all your goals and that you write them down. Write the vision. Make write it plain. Down. Write them down. Jesus Make said. a vision board. Manifest some shit. Absolutely. Write it in blood if you have to. Call upon your ancestors, too. You That's imagine? one thing I've learned how to do. Call, Call upon your ancestors? Absolutely. That's cool shit. Did you ever watch uh, Vampire Diaries or the originals? No. Okay, never mind. Don't worry about it then. Oh. It's Maybe all... our listeners wanted to know. Oh, okay. It's all about... Well, the originals less than the... Va- or more than the Vampire Diaries is like... Um, witches in New Orleans mm-hmm. and like calling on your ancestors and it's like voodoo shit. It's cool. You know voodoo is a real religion, though. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do. That's what uh, Native Americans do. They call on That's their ancestors. So crazy. Asians do the same thing. Southeast Asians do the same thing. I need to call my Nigerian ancestors, not my 58% up in Ireland. Potato famine. I was gonna, I hate you. <laughs> I so hate you. Yes, definitely call on the Nigerian ones. They're going to help you out in the time of trouble. I appreciate it. I know. That's, that's my New Year's resolution is to be more black. Good for you. Thank you. Not be more black. Just embrace your blackness. Yeah, whatever you said. <laughs> I can't with you. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Well, remember to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget to last your face off. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to. Why is that not working? Oh. <laughs> Good thing it's not 2022 yet. That was hilarious. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune into The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.